0: Hi, this is Terrell Somerville, the lead pastor of Freedom Church. Welcome to our podcast. We hope you enjoy the message today and that you also take time to get plugged in to your local church. We believe you can't do life alone, so we learn to do life together. I also want to thank our givers who make this podcast possible. If you are blessed by this ministry, please consider subscribing, giving, and sharing this with your friends and family. God bless you. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us on The Middle this week. My name is Valen, and I'm here to talk to you about obedience. So we're just going to jump right into this. This is Matthew 26, uh, 6 through 10, as well as verse 13. I'm reading from the NLT version. It says, Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume and poured it over his head. The disciples were indignant when they saw this. What a waste, they said. It could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, replied, why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me? Verse 13, I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Now this action um, really is two sides of the coin that we are as humans. Um on one hand we are very excited and head over heels to serve Jesus in whichever whatever capacity that looks like Um, and then on the other hand we're quick to judge and condemn someone for doing for doing the very same thing this action may be as small as giving money to someone on the side of the road all the way to someone starting a church Um, sometimes we feel called to do this and and when, when we do it we see it as Um, a great thing, I'm doing this spiritual thing, I'm doing this great thing for this person, ah, bless me, right, and then when we see someone doing it, maybe when you're driving by this person and you're avoiding eye contact with that homeless person and you see them give them money, you're judging them, saying, well, they're giving them money, all they're going to do is buy drugs with it, all they're going to do is just get drunk with it or, or blow it, um, so when you do this action when you step out in faith and feel called to do something as little as give someone money the smallest thing you could do it, it, the least you could do as a matter of fact and someone comes at you with that very condemnation with well why it may be as simple as them just saying well why did you do that or you know you know what they're going to do with it you have to rebuke it you have to set that aside because it's not our place to judge what they do with the money. It's not our place to judge, um, to even wonder what they're gonna do with the money. Our place is to obey. Our place is to give that money. If we feel called, we are to step out in faith. We are to obey God and do that thing. God doesn't say, avoid eye contact with this person, avoid them. If you don't have cash to give them, that's fine. If you don't have time to go and buy them a meal, that's time. But if God is if God is calling you to do that thing, if God is calling you to step out, if God is calling you to reach your hand out, encouragement, money, food, just saying good morning to them, then that is your place to do that. And by avoiding that, you are avoiding God. One of the biggest problems we have as a church is pride. We want to come in on Sunday. We want to um, listen. We want to watch. We want to be part of the service we might even serve we might even invite someone to come with you on Sunday so that they can listen watch be a part of it but that barely even scratches the surface of what it means to work in God's kingdom you see Without the right attitude coming into church, that work is for nothing anyways. Without having the love, without having the dedication, without having the, the knowledge, the, the respect, the, the fear of God, it's for nothing anyways. When you come to church, you come to serve, you come to worship, you come to learn, you come to revere God, you come to fear God, you come to learn what He is, what He is in your life, and what He wants you to be in the lives of non-believers as well as believers. These things are fundamental to our walk in faith. These things are absolutely necessary to, to absorb when you come in on Sunday. If you're coming in just to do it, then you're missing all of it, and you're not doing anything at all. So when you come to church, when you come to serve, you come to absorb. You come to get what God is, you come to worship Him with a group of believers, a community. and. That is part of obeying His will, that is part of His will for your life, is to worship with other believers, is to um, disciple to other believers who may be new. That is part of the call to obedience in our lives. So once you come, once you leave, after you've absorbed, after you've gone through this osmosis stage in church of taking in, you are now called to go out and release and do like the sponge and release the water to release the living water that God has poured into you to the people around you, to that homeless person on the side of the street, to the friend that needs encouragement, to the mother, to the father, to the, the brother, the sister, who, who people who are struggling right now. You are called to release that living water to them. Release those words of encouragement. Release that um, financial gift. Release that just gift of being a presence, being someone there that they can talk to or being someone that they can cry to. It is very important for us to be there for our fellow people through our brothers and sisters in Christ. It is, I think, important now more than ever with the struggle of anxiety, depression, of feeling like we're alone, feeling like we are not together in our problems. It's actually scratch that. It is definitely now more important than ever to to be there for that person, to be there for those people. Technology has us as... A statement of more connected but I believe we're more disconnected now than ever so be there for that person obey the call to be there for that person it's it might be as simple as a text or, or, or a, a call on the phone but I believe that we as people if we are truly who we claim to be if we are truly who we put ourselves out to be as as believers, as lovers of God, then we need to be lovers of people second as the greatest commandment. Love God and then love your neighbor. I wanted to share this word of obedience to encourage you to listen to what God is speaking to you, what he's calling you to do. And I want you to pray um, to, instead of praying, God, obey me, God, do what I want you to do. You need to pray that, God, I can obey you, and that God, I can do what you want me to do, because God owes us nothing, but we owe him everything, so the least we can do is obey him, the least we can do is step out in faith and do what he's calling us to do. So I pose this question to you, What is obedience? what does obedience look like to you as a believer, as maybe a non-believer, what does listening and obeying his call in your life look like? How can you start that today? And I just wanted to say thank you for listening to me. And um, we hope to see you in the middle next week. Thank you. Hello, Pastor Jim here. I just wanted to come on and thank you for listening and help answer the question, what next? If you gave your life to Jesus today, we would love to take that journey with you. Simply text the word SAVED to 615 2176 and make sure to follow us through the week on our social media accounts at FreedomChurchTN. We love you. Have a blessed week.